G'day and welcome to Breaking the Making. This is a podcast um, being rescheduled a few times. Um, like all my podcasts have been recently. Um, I will get better. don't know when. Um, but this is a podcast with some lads that I've really gotten into the last couple of weeks. It's the Deanies. How you going? Good, thank you, mate. Good, thank you. How I found you guys, well, you kind of messaged me first, which is great because um, I'm pretty sure I was just, I just put it out there. Um, I don't really have that much time to research bands or that type of stuff anymore. I try as much as I can, but um, it does get hard. So I put out a story of just like who's releasing music or whatever. I got genuinely hundreds of replies from bands and artists and that type of stuff. So it's always good to see that the Australian music scene's keen. But that's kind of the first time that I'd heard of you guys and saw WA and just went, fuck, all right, this is probably another good band from WA, shock. And you guys sent me a email with a track and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, but that's how this came about. Interesting factor with you guys though, is you've got so many different, well, you've got bands from what, UK and then what was it? Was there one more? We're, we're all Poms. I mean, all of us, like, but from different parts. So um, I'm from just outside London. Uh, Craig is from Glasgow in Scotland. Shane, our bassist, is from Dublin and Ireland. Lloyd, our rhythm guitarist, is from Swansea and Wales. And then Gilly, our lead guitarist, from Birmingham in England. So we're all from different parts of the UK, but we met in Perth. That's, that's got to be interesting, though, because the Australian music scene and the UK music scene are so... A lot of similarities, but sounding um very different just accents alone like i could i could listen to bands over there all, all all the time just because of the accent so how did you start the band then if you're in perth you didn't know each other before and then came to do it and just went all right let's start a, a few tracks yeah pretty much it's um it all kind of kicked off during covid because obviously what's fuck all to do so i just started right i've never been in a band before and i just started writing some stuff because i always just enjoyed writing really and i've always been a big fan of music and growing up listening to some great bands and um i messaged gilly james the lead guitarist he uh, he went to a different school than me um it was across the road and we just had mutual friends but i saw that he was into the same bands as i was like the vaccines and the smiths and arctic monkeys and whatnot and i just messaged him one day just saying make your fans go for a pint like, i've just I've written a few tunes and sport we can meet up and do some covers and jam and stuff like that so he was keen and then uh we met up for a pint started chatting about all the stuff we're into blah 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 and then we just realized we've got a lot of mutual interests um especially also coming from the uk at the same age we both moved over here when we were like 13 14. um and then yeah before we know it we were jamming and then we were just like oh shit like should we try and make something happen because there's not much else going on do you know what i mean like lockdowns and that is this was before the lockdown kicked in proper. We were like, we ain't got much else happening at the minute. So then um, before the lockdowns kicked in proper, I was at a nightclub in Perth called Geisha, which is like some absolute sweat box. It's like upstairs and it's just a place where everyone goes in tonight and it's just a dirty house. Like, and it's, it's a great, it's a great nightclub. And I was just standing outside having a cig and then this lanky lad comes up to me, like really skinny lanky lad. I'm thinking, fuck's sake, who's this? And um, it was Shane, the bassist, and we've got mutual friends. And he was like, oh, you're blah, blah, blah. Like, we knew, knew of each other. And he was like, yeah, mate, I'm banging to the Stone Roses and Oasis and that. And I was like, oh, sweet. Cool. He sounds like a good lad. So do you fancy coming around? Like, I messaged him the next week. I was like, do you want to come around ours? Me and my mate are just jamming. And he was like, yeah, I'll bring one of my mates, who was Lloyd's, um, who wants to start a band anyway. So then uh, 
yeah, them two boys came round and I was in a rental at the, at the time. And we were just doing covers like Whistle for the Choir by the Fratellis and Boys Don't Cry by The Cure and just kind of stuff that we were into. Uh, just, having, just meeting up like once a week, having a few beers. And then we were like, fucking hell, like, we need a drummer. We're going to take this seriously. And then uh, Shane, Shane knew of you, didn't you? Yeah, I was at, um, I was out at another fucking sweat box in the city as well. <laughs> well I thought it was Scarborough. Yeah, it was Scarborough. Oh, Scarborough, yeah. yeah. I was in Scarborough and um, pretty much I knew of Shane through going to like house parties and shit like that. So I've seen, I've said hi to him a few times. And then just like one night I was completely like so fucking drunk and he comes up to me and he's like, oh mate, like you're, you're in a band. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, mate, we've got another band. Do you want to join it sort of thing? And I'm like, I'm ahead. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, I'll join. And then like the morning after I like mess him. I was like, wait, did I fuck it? Did I just say I'll join a band last night? And he's like, yeah, mate, you're coming around on Tuesday. And I'm like, oh. But anyways, like, I still went around and like fucking met the rest of the lads and they were just sick to get along with for now. Just blossom from there. Yeah. But we stole Craig. Craig's in King Blue as well. I mean, obviously, you probably know Craig. I haven't been before, but yeah, we nabbed him. So sorry, King Blue. We nabbed, <laughs> we nabbed Craig. So have you? Did you leave King Blue? Because I fucking love King Blue a lot. Um, and that that's actually interesting. Which we'll get into a bit later. But are you still in King Blue? Are you doing both, or like just being yeah. fra- just being loaned out to the Denny's and then come back after trade period or whatever? No, no, I'm, I'm still in King Blue, so I'm still trying to juggle between both the bands at the moment. So far, it's not really, it's not really, they've not crossed paths, but, you know, I'm I've, I've still in both bands for the meantime. Yeah, it's been like this for two years, so we've, we've managed to juggle them pretty well between both of us, so yeah. it's worked out well. And we're, we're good mates with the King Blue lot as well, so it's worked out sweet. Sounds like, um, <laughs> sounds like divorced parents, it's like you're getting, um... <laughs> you're getting just custody for the weekends and like oh yeah the mum and dad but still mates like blah 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 to the kid blah 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 it's kind of what it sounds like yeah that is pretty much what it's like yeah it's like who's got first dibs on craig or stuff like that <laughs> that's um yeah king blue um when did I have them on? maybe started last year fuck it's been a while um but incredible band now when i was listening to a music obviously being in the australian music scene um our our accents obviously comes through a lot now music but when you have an accent like yours kind of puts you out in your own league because i can't think of any other english bands or whatever uh uk bands um in australia right now so when you when you're singing or when you're at a gig or whatever do you ever put it on a bit more so to kind of to kind of um to stand out more on songs or whatever because that's that's what got me it it sounds like you guys should be on fifa um sounds like it's um it, it took me back to like 2011 2012 days and i was like fuck that's yeah exactly so um do you ever do that in like recordings like fuck we've got to sound we've got to sound more different on this one i mean not really like in, initially when we first started like james skill our lead guitarist he was like to me oh mate maybe tone down like your accent a bit no way like, that's what he said he was like tone it down he was like He's like, try, let's just, he said, I know we're all from the UK, but let's not make it like, let's not try and overdo it. And I was like, but we're not overdoing it. We just are from there. It's not our fault we're from there. Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking, I can't put on an Aussie accent while I'm singing. It's going to sound fucking, I'm going to sound like a knob. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't do it. And then over time, he's, he's accepted it more. But he was the only one who was a bit iffy about it. But I don't know. I can't really, I try to sometimes when I sing, try and tone it down and whatnot. But it's quite hard to. It, um, it, it, it sets you aside, like if, especially in Australia as well, 
like there's um, Triple J on Earth, Triple J, whatever. It's our obviously biggest national broadcaster, and they're always looking for things that um, stand out in the Australian music scene. So that straight off the bat is something that you naturally have, um, <laughs> just the way you talk. So no way would I tone that down. I'd tone it the fuck up. Yeah. No, Joe. You know and sometimes after a few beers, mate, I can't lie to you. I just fucking, I just forget where I am. I just go for it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. No, I'll definitely take that on board. Bloody lovely. Um. Now I want to get on to um the new song. You emailed me this song, and if you had to emailed me any of your other songs, I would have gone. Oh, maybe a bit later. Um, they've got a bit more grind to do. Blah blah. But with last minute winner. My Easily your best song. Easily. Um, I love it from start to finish. It, it reminds me of FIFA. It reminds me of like mid-2000s um, English indie stuff. I really think it's leagues above your other stuff, which hope you take that as a compliment. Um, wow, but- it's, it's, good, it's good to grow, do you know what I mean? Like, Don't get me wrong, like, we love all our tunes and stuff, but... Yeah, it's nice to see a progression um, from when we first started um, and grow as a band, you know what I mean? So we don't want to take a step back, we want to keep slowly growing as a band. It is so evident in this one. Do you, do you like, just from um, last song to this song or the last couple songs to this song, is there any aspects that you kind of um, point out where you're like, like any aspects of the song where you're like, fuck, we really have grown because of this? Yeah, well, yeah, we thought about that when it got to last minute winner. Like when we went, because we flew over to Sydney um, in January, the start of this year, to record with Dylan Adams. Mm. Um, yeah, Dylan, um, he was am- he was amazing. He uh, mixed and produced Caress Your Soul by Sticky and done Hills End by DMAs. So he's got a great caliber. Do you know what I mean? He does yeah. the Inspired Unemployed podcast. So he was a great contact. And yeah, when we went there and we showed him the tune, he was a fan of it. And um, yeah, as soon as we like recorded the first mix, we got back. We were like, "Oh fuck! All right, sweet. This is definitely like this is definitely our best tune." Like, we were just so happy with it. But yeah, when you say like the aspects of like how it compares to the previous ones, yeah, I think it was a realization after basically nearly finishing the song. We were like in the rehearsal studio. We were like, "This is yeah, this is pretty mega." Like compared to like maybe to some of our other ones, we were just absolutely buzzing with it. Um, that's what I thought anyway. Yeah, I'm the exact same. It's more like a a weird like full circle moment like once like we're listening to it like from start to finish in the studio after the full day we're just like fucking going mental in the studio because like, that's fucking sick yeah we had a bit of a buzz so it was yeah. good mm, it's yeah. one of those it's one of those songs where it's like i feel like it belongs at um at a festival where it just like everyone would fucking go off on it um i'd love to see it live um i'm on the other side of the country so it's a bit hard but that's yeah, you know it's a good song when I'm thinking about oh I want to see I want to hear this again or I want to see this live if I'm thinking about other aspects of it and that's exactly what I do with this one. It's in my top ten for the year. I really like it. Yeah, fuck if if I from first listen as well. It's not like one of those earworms where I have to keep listening to it. Bang on, you guys have done a top job on this one, so you should be proud of yourselves. Yeah, it's just a time. Sorry to interrupt. It's the type of song where for me, like I've always wanted to kind of write tunes for lads which are relatable to people. I think that's the biggest thing for us. Like, just write about what what we can relate to and write songs that we would want to listen to. Mm. And for this one, it's a type of tune where, like, I don't know, like you said, at a festival, whatever, where you're off your nut and you just fucking grab your mates and you're just fucking singing to each other and you're just going for it. Do you know what I mean? 
that type of shit. Everyone can relate to it. Everyone's had um, a girl that's fucked the club promoter, I think. So that's all right. Upcoming plans for you guys. What's um What's the next couple of months looking like for you? Um, I know you've been supporting Hey, hey So Hungry um, the last little yeah. bit. Only had them on last week, so um, they're killing it. So what, what what's coming up for you guys over the next little bit? Um, oh yeah, what is coming up? Oh yeah, so we got our um, we got our launch for last minute winner, which is on tenth of June, um, which is up in Jindalup, which is like northern suburbs of Perth, which is where we're from, and it's quite like a strong kind of um, pommy area. Like there's a lot of expats in this kind of region, so because we, we've never really played gigs in our area. Like the closest kind of live venue in the music scene to us is Scarborough, which is like 45 minute, 40 minute drive from us. So whenever we got gigs in Scarborough, like some of our mates are like, oh, I'd love to come watch you, but it's too far for us, lads. And I was like, all oh, right, sweet, whatever. Like, it is what it is. That Uber would be expensive. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. Heavy, mate. But yeah, this is, this is our first gig in our neck of the woods. So um, yeah, it should be good. We've got some great support acts playing. Uh, we've got Koi Pond, uh, we've got Sunsick and uh, Nectar. So that'd be fun. Um, so that, they're supporting us. Um, but yeah, we're, we're buzzing for that. And then I go back to the UK for a few weeks. Um, so that's exciting. But that's the only go- gig we've got at the minute. But we've, we've, we've had quite a busy year already. Like in January, we went on tour with Old Merz around WA. Uh, that was great. Like we love them boys. As we can see, you do as well, mate, with Beanie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that fucking top lads. Like, um, we've become really good pals with them. So that was yeah. great. We supported Rara. Um, we supported Rara well. Viper uh, last week. Uh, that was great. We love them boys too. We supported Dice uh, a few months ago in Bunbury. That was class. Like, we love the Dice boys. And then we supported some really big UK 90s bands, which was amazing, um, which who we've grown up listening to. Uh, we supported the Charlatans, um, which was sold out, and a band called Ride, like 90s shoegaze bands. That, that was fucking amazing. Yeah. And we're due to support In Spiral Carpets, which is another like Manchester UK 90s band who uh, were quite big back home. We're supporting them in July. So that's probably our, our next gig after our launch. Obviously, I'll go out to the UK for about five weeks and James is in Melbourne for a little bit. But we're just recording. We're, we're just trying to record as many tunes as we can because we want to release our first EP in like January, February next year. So we just want to make sure we space out. We want to release three singles before then. Um, and last minute winner being the first single on the EP. So we've got another couple of tunes coming out later this year. Mm, so what's that? We're almost in June. So that's like two in the next six months after this one. Yeah. So ideally, uh, next single, hopefully. So we'll space it out. So yeah, last minute winner's coming out. And then, yeah, so probably one in September and then one in December. And then the EP out in January, Feb. Well, that was my next question anyway, um, but that's good that you've kind of got that kind of plan out because um, EP is kind of just the natural progression anyway. And if last minute winners, anything to go by, I'm extremely keen for these EP, uh, this EP. Uh, Denise, thanks for coming on. <laughs> appreciate your time. And um, I think this one's going to get enough to your playlist, boys. All good, mate. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for having us, man. We're, uh, we're big fans of the podcast.